This is a real account of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and unsure. Social media would have you think you have a great thought, then boom, you blow up. It is the farthest thing from the normal backstory. Here we will air the real entrepreneur struggle from customer service, vendors, and the day-to-day -day business. Welcome to Business After Dark with Sharice Chambers. Hey, you guys, how are you doing? Say Wednesday, Wednesday, say Wednesday, Wednesday, and if it's Wednesday, we have another. This should, I feel like this should be like the Queen series, Who Got Next? Last week, we um, interviewed Imani, and now we have another up-and-coming entrepreneur. Chantel came on my radar. I think she was suggested, actually, to be totally honest with you. I don't know if anybody actually told me. And I got to, I said, okay. Okay, I like the little profile picture. <laughs> I do sometimes when Instagram suggests people. I'm like, all right, let me just look and you know, you keep you keep suggesting this person. Maybe I need to be connected to them. So I get to clicking on our stuff, and she's spitting hot fire. Like she is like hitting it. And I said, God, who is this? I mean, what what are we doing? <laughs> and um, I reached out to her to be on the podcast before I could even we could even conceptualize this. She was like, "I want to do a live," and I said, "Baby, she gets it. She gets it." <laughs> and I knew that we needed to be connected because you guys know that we are about community over here. We can do so much more as a collective, and also entrepreneurship is not a journey meant to be alone. I was just um, watching a, a, a message from Sarah Jake Roberts and if you guys know I'm gonna go see her two weeks from today I'm so ecstatic um but she was talking about um in your isolation is your elevation and it's not what you think see that's why critical thinking is important she was talking about how you need to be with yourself and that's a constant theme I say over here I'm not saying be alone or even be lonely. I'm saying sometimes you have to be in your own thoughts and in your own space. And just because you're by yourself physically does not mean you are by yourself within yourself. I can do busy work all day long. I live by myself. I am by myself, right? But when I wake up in the morning and I meditate, I have to hear the thoughts. And those thoughts are the things that motivate me, that give me innovation, that give me my new business ideas, right? And if you block that part of your mental you're going to find yourself stagnant. You're going to find yourself frustrated. And um, if you are looking for a coach, I hope after this interview that you're going to reach out to Chantel and you guys are be connected. And I know that this is the reason why she's on this podcast today. So without further ado, Chantel King from Perfection Business Coaching. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am so well. I am so well. Thank you for asking. So I gave you a little introduction. Can you tell the people what you do? Yes, ma'am. So, hello, hello. I am Chantel King, and I am the owner of Perfection Business Coaching, where we help storefront owners simplify processes, use creativity to increase sales, and build an effective team. I love that. I love that you know exactly what you do. Like, I don't, I don't do service providers. I don't do CNAs. I'm not storefront owners is just so why what moved you for the in that particular space um after doing some research 
Um, it was really almost, I would say, a pool to storefront owners. I noticed that there was a coach for people beginning. There's a coach for people who wanted to leave their corporate job and, you know, start a um, business and different things like that. But I never saw anybody target storefront owners. And it broke my heart, not broke my heart, literally. But, you know, that phrase, because it's like I know of storefront owners to always close down, mm-hmm. always struggle. Some succeed, some don't. But I'm tired of hearing that for storefront owners, especially for business owners who truly have a vision to help the community. You don't deserve to fail. So you need those tools to help keep you up and running. And that's where the um, the light bulb went off on me. And I was like, okay, that's a perfect market. Nobody's really talking to them like that. Um, Let's go for it. So that's kind of how I started targeting down to storefront owners. I love that. Yeah. Something I do in TTC Academy and have helped a student go from doing a home-based business to getting a storefront because it's a different, it's a different thought process. I mean, I know some people that is the goal for them, but I'm like, all right, let's consider what this looks like. Like, first of all, you got to pay rent and you, mm-hmm. you going from making a thousand dollar in sales, which is awesome as a home-based business, right? Um, to having a storefront and now your rent is a thousand dollars that that hits different <laughs> and then mm-hmm. then you gotta you gotta hire employees right because i don't know if you plan on being in the store seven days a week or however many days you go be open you know and there's so many other pieces to consider um and it's it sounds fun <laughs> just very much like being an entrepreneur sounds fun but when you get to talking to people in my arena most definitely when i get to talking about taxes and people keeping receipts they're like they get quiet. <laughs> no, nobody wants to talk about that part of entrepreneurship. And I'm like, but it's a part of being an entrepreneur. You can't negate it and think that it's going to go away. Um, and it's best to tackle something head on than to um, ignore it and, and think that it's going to disappear. So, yeah, I get exactly. it. Exactly. So how long have you been an entrepreneur? Um, I started in 2021. Um and then by t- by the end, I would say, of 2022, I just decided to take a leap and make it full-time. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Okay, wonderful. Um, why are you so passionate about what you do? I just want to help. I love helping. I love using my skills to ease other people's life. If I can make your life any better by the way I serve, I'm going to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's all I really want to do is serve. I want to help people. I want to help elevate them, help them know, know you deserve more. Um, not in the cliche way, but mm-hmm. really ha- hitting your heart with it and making sure you know, like, man, just by the way she until shows up and the way she was just so loving and so passionate, I, I, you just feel better. You know that there's more for you just by, you know, just through my servitude. So, Is your love language acts of service? <laughs> <laughs> you look, I know. You know how I know because that's also my love language. I think that's a, that is a soft skill um, that lead that has taken me a distance, you know, um, in my own business because I truly believe and and desire to serve people um, where they are um, and help them understand their numbers. So I know your love your love language is acts of service. <laughs> I know it. I love it. Um, what what have you found to be the hardest thing about entrepreneurship in these last two years? Ooh, um, the hard thing was me. Now okay. that I really start to think about it, I was making it harder on me. 
Um, because the nine times out of ten, sometimes the answers are always right in front of you. Ain't they? You just gotta listen and apply it. That's mm -hmm. it. That's all. Stop overthinking it. And my hard thing was the messaging. For about half a year and a half, I was messing up my messaging, mm -hmm. which was messing up my clientele. Okay. So I couldn't say. Now that I look deeper into it, I can't say that it was generate leads. No, honey, it started all what with me mm -hmm. because of what I was choosing to do because I was looking, still being overthinking and mm -hmm. oh maybe that's too much or this all of that was weighing in nope my biggest struggle was me making sure that i moved that old me out the way completely so i can fully thrive in what my calling is to serve right i love that for you yeah if you can get a hold of your accountability piece about yourself as the entrepreneur you can Oof. go far because um tell look listen um i had a conversation with a client maybe about two weeks ago this is very recent and they had to give someone a refund and I was so happy that I was able to have this conversation with them because I've given a client a refund before I remember I've been in business for over a decade but um I think sometimes entrepreneurs we really don't conceptualize all the pieces and you don't know what you don't know until it actually happens sometimes but she was just so she was she was hurt it it hurts when you have like you're like you don't like what i did or you don't like what i what you bought and i and i get it but at the same time it's still business so i was like mm -hmm. okay everyone's not going to like or you know have a, a positive experience um and some some of the pieces of this particular puzzle was out of her um out of her hands but at the same time she had to take ownership whether she wanted to or not because she's the business owner so yeah, getting yeah. out your own way. Imposter syndrome is a real thing, okay? It really is, and it chokes you hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, it's crazy how yeah. strong it is, honestly. Mm -hmm. So what's been the easiest thing about being an entrepreneur for you? Serving. Of course. <laughs> She's like, duh, is that not the constant theme here? Yes, yes. <laughs> It's yes. just been so fun. It's almost been almost my um, almost my downfall at the same time because mm -hmm. I get so eager to serve that sometimes I end up talking too much in a sense. Like I would get on sales calls and like, oh, I'll do this for you, this for you, this for you. And I'm mm -hmm. like, no, no, Shan. Like once I got off the call, I would beat myself up almost because mm -hmm. it's like, girl, no, you're not. That's I mean, I hear your heart. I get to try to serve, but you don't need to overdo it. Right. serve into the capacity of what you're really delivering to this client not just because you you know you know you could serve in this this big capacity right. um but yeah e uh, my easiest thing was really serving and just doing just helping out in some shape way or form helping elevate this the client is my easiest part right yeah so you've alluded to th um this but What's something you wish you knew before you started your business, even beyond getting clear about your niche? I think that that actually comes with just flushing out your systems. I mean, I think that's the natural progression of being an entrepreneur. I say, whatever you think you're going to do when you first start, you're not going to be doing that. I mean, when I first started my business, I was just doing taxes. I mean, doing bookkeeping never conceptualized in my thought process until seven years later because I, I ultimately was exhausted of entrepreneurs not being organized as they should be and I knew and I knew that they were not counting all of their deductions and lowering their tax bill or getting more of a refund I mean whatever the goal was uh, because they were just missing the mark in that space but what's something you wish you knew beyond getting clear about your niche um, in your business hmm something I wish I already knew Ooh, that's tricky um 
I wish I knew um, how to sell, honestly. Mm, okay. Yeah, a lot of people wait, you know, until like sales are bad or, you know, to us that certain situation happens to them for them to like, okay, now I need to learn sales. Right. But um, I really wish I really understood sales right when I started understanding really the point of it mm-hmm. and really how to sell what I'm offering to um to the marketplace that mm-hmm. that's my nugget so talking about sales because I want also to have an understanding that social media is not the end all to be all but you do do a lot of lives and um you know conversations through your reels and I appreciate those um and then your stories are immaculate baby I'd the amount of editing that you have to do, I, that is not in me. That's why I pay someone else to get someone else to do it. <laughs> that's why I, I, I pay someone else to do it, baby, because that's just too much. But I appreciate it. You know, you have your links, the clicks, you know, the whys, the who's. I mean, you're addressing everything. If anyone's confused about what you do, it's them. It's not a you thing. That's that's totally a them thing. <laughs> but what other methods of um, marketing do you utilize to communicate to your audience? Um, I am, I do email, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to, I desire to use email marketing different mm-hmm. um, because I know everybody uses email marketing. I was like, oh, keep up with this or keep up that and just mm-hmm. really spamming you at the end of the day. Um, and then you have everybody email marketing you. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, I know I can't really not email market, but how can I do it in a way that you're not going to not see it or you kind of want to bypass it right so i'm looking at very strictly of updates and different things like that like it forces you oh no i gotta see what perfection's saying today Mm -hmm. because it's only you know she's only going to talk good stuff she's not going to just feed me this fluff and this blog not saying that's bad or nothing like that but i like i want to get you straight to the point because i know you're getting pursued in the email with Mm -hmm. you know those blogs and the stories and how to scale and all these other stuff child you good on that Right. You. <laughs> you sound like me. See, that's why I knew we connected because on my email marketing, I send grant lists to all my entrepreneurs. And I be telling people like and any any per- pertinent information like in the moment. And then I have so many people who follow me all over. I have some, spe- you know, state specific grants. And I'm just like, hey, you live in Texas. This is a grant just in your state, you know, that might be a better option for you instead of trying to apply for some grant that's for everybody. Because I get it. Grants are, you know, they're hard to get. I mean, let's be honest. And some of them, the applications are very, um, yeah, you need, you need, you might need to get someone else to do it. I mean, that is seriously like people pay grant writers to, to write their grants. And I think some entrepreneurs believe like it's just as simple as filling out an application and it takes a little bit more finesse than that, but I get it. It Like you really have to like reread what you're Mm -hmm. saying and make sure that it's almost again, persuading them to Mm -hmm. know, like informing them like, oh no, like this is the one Mm -hmm. I want. And that's something I think I'm adding, I'm going to add into my services, um, it's like a done for you service of like rereading um, uh, mm, applications mm, of senior grants and making sure, girl, like talk to them, hit them, even though their questions may be repetitive or may seem very um, small. Make sure that you're hitting them even in those questions to make them want to read your grant, you know, your um, application. That's right. That's right. All right, you guys, we got to pay some bills. So we're going to cut to an ad right now and we'll come right back. Need a one-stop bookkeeping program? QuickBooks is it. QuickBooks helped me provide structure in my business. 
It helps me keep up with my mileage, all my receipts, send invoices, take payments, and provide correct profit and loss statements to get approved for bank loans. QuickBooks also handles payroll needs for my business, and it helped me start cutting a paycheck for myself. If you want to make tax season easier and understand your business, use the code in the show notes to get 50% off your first three months and elevate your business. Chantel, you have been an absolute delight today. So let's round off our conversation. In these last two years, what's been the biggest lesson you've learned in entrepreneurship? Oh, man, my biggest lesson was, um, I feel like I have so many. Um, I would definitely say consistency. Mm. Consistency in pushing myself. Consistency in not allowing that imposter syndrome and that doubt to really permeate my mind. Consistency in showing up and showing up professionally. Um, consistent in knowing that and believing in myself that I'm worth helping you with your business. Um, So definitely consistency. I love that. How do you, um, I guess, strategize around your consistency? Because I I, I think I mentioned in the podcast a while ago that consistency looks different. And I think, again, critical thinking is self-care, you guys. So before we got on, um, I was asking Chantel what she was going to do this weekend. She said she was going to do some mindful resting. And that's different than just like laying around lazily. Actually, being lazy, that is a thing. Just not doing anything. Um, Being a procrastinator is also a thing, right? And I think we have to decipher. Words matter to me. And all of these things mean different things. I I used to be like, oh, I'm going to take a nap. But then I found myself not really wanting to fall asleep, but just sit sit down and maybe read a book that's kind of resting and you're doing something to, I mean to some extent some people are like I actually don't want to do anything at all and you could just be laying down I mean it's a multitude of things and I think knowing what you're doing and what the intentionality is there is most definitely important um so um I lost my train of thought for a second there what was I was thinking it happens take your time because all right <laughs> let them use you no it'd be it'd be like that sometimes my mind especially this taxis in my mind is going like a mile a minute and i don't know how to turn it off sometimes while i'm doing other things but being but i think the ultimate point i want to make is like being mindful in what we're doing and um i was thinking about um how do you systemize what you're doing to be most efficient in your business so maybe do you um what they call it, like block create your your um things? Are you doing them in real time? Are you doing something at the beginning of the day and then posting it for the next day? Ooh. So right now I systemize it basically in the morning. Okay. So I like to get up, get me together, get my mind right. And then I um, start doing business. Normally it goes into make that post, get on the stories after that then i get into any parts of like the admin if there's anything i need to work on with documents or um anything with software all of that i do afterwards but yes ma'am i have a short simple system that i like to do every day um and i make sure that i don't elongate it for Mm -hmm. unnecessary reasons to make it seem like oh i'm working hard i'm even throwing that Mm -hmm. away of that narrative of, oh, I'm working hard. No, I'm not working hard. I'm working smarter. Right. I was exactly. designed to work hard. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. I'm not going to start today. Right. Um, so, yes, ma'am. So, do you, so, this is a very important question, and particularly for you. Does the coach have a coach? 
<laughs> yes, ma'am. Exactly. <laughs> I also, although coaching is not my highlighted offer, it is an offer I, I do give to clients because I, I have a feeling that some people don't necessarily need a bookkeeper, but they just need someone to champion them while they're making decisions in their business. And I get that part. So co- again, my business does not look the way it looked when I first started. I never in a million years even thought that I would be offering coaching service, but here I am. But having another coach, having a, your coach of your own is necessary. It's almost like saying, um, I guess you say, who does the preacher go to when he needs? I'm like, you have to have um, a surrounding, a tribe of your own um, so that you can be able to digest and um, your own thought processes yourself. So we love that. Chantel, um, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. What do you hope for the listeners to take away from you being on the podcast today? Ooh, I hope you take away one to be consistent with your business, but start being consistent with yourself, doing that inner work, checking your heart, not allowing what was, what happened in your life, what even is happening in your life, form doubts of what you need to do. Um, I hope that you take away to do it, take Mm -hmm. those actions, take that step, be consistent in taking those actions and that step. Don't just say it out of your mouth and think that, ooh, you big and bad because you said it out your mouth. You big and bad when you take those steps. You're big and bad when you're consistently taking those steps. Um, When you're winning against that doubt, that's when you're that big top dog, and and if that's what you want to call it. You better say Um, it. (laughs) Right. Um, And I want to say that may be it. I really want you to take away finding that joy within yourself to even on that path that you're on and of entrepreneurship or even in your career, is to find that joy within you of knowing why you're in it. You're there, why? Because you serve or because you really love what you do. Tap into your why, always tap into your why because it's always gonna help you stay in alignment and keep you humble at the end of the day. I love that, I love that. Well, um, I have some other questions that were not on the questionnaire because I didn't want you to give it any thought. This is this is my rapid fire section of the podcast. Are you ready? Let's go, let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> like I wasn't expecting that. I was it. That's a good one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? But wouldn't it be a sub? Or a sub a sandwich different? Ah, um, see, you get into technicalities, technicalities. You know, I didn't even think about it that way. But I mean, go go ahead. Give me your thought process. So we can okay, we can talk I, this I, through. I think I'm gonna throw a hot dog on the sub side because like the way that subs are formed is definitely than what a sandwich is formed in a sense. Like a sandwich is more so top and bottom verse. And it can, it can be versatile too, but a sub known times out of 10 is like the bread, you know, it's on the sides of it. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a sub. Okay. I, I, and we can go with that. And I accept that answer. Okay. 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 You you took me for a loop now. So <laughs> I was not expecting that a sub. Okay. Okay, so hot dog is a sub. Got it. All right. Second, second question: If um, what book are you currently reading? And if you're not reading a book currently, what's a good book for entrepreneurs to read and put in their in their to do list for 2023? Ooh, so I'm reading too many books right now, which is a great thing. But one of the books I would suggest is called Joy Seeking, um, and it's really about finding joy 
um, even through, well, letting go of what's holding you back and finding joy and really what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she said this really good point in the book. She said, change from what if, which makes you think, you know, that keeps you in that worry. And then change it from wonder what would happen to make you to lead to lessen that that feeling of oh my gosh this will never happen or that that constant that what if that just is what it is that what if mm-hmm. change it from what if to i wonder what it will be like to have you know a thousand to pay my team i wonder mm-hmm. what it'll be like to you know open a stormfront and every day somebody's walking through mm-hmm. rather than say what if i open the stormfront and, right. and a whole week goes mm-hmm. by and nobody walks in change your, your, your the narrative of what mm-hmm. you're thinking so that's my book suggestion okay um it's crazy because i've read a lot of books in my life and it's mostly the self-help books continue to have the same themes as i think it through is you know like you know it's your mindset your mindset is everything it is it is it is your bread and butter it's your it's your money maker and until you can control your mind you you will never get as far as you desire. You can you can want for something, but until you get your mind on the same page as your your doing, your consistency, and all the things we've been talking about, baby, you you're gonna be fighting and fighting hard because you're trying to combat that thing. And and it's you know, and that could look like you um, getting a coach, right, to talk you through those things. You know, you going to therapy to you know, heal the pieces that you need to and why you believe the things about yourself um, to get to that other side and, and and use your resources. One thing that, I mean, I guess I've leaned into in the last five years is utilizing resources. I used to not necessarily not want help, but I guess maybe I heard no so much. I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. And because of that, though, it has created a coping mechanism that was not healthy either because there were some times I really needed to ask someone else to do it. And um, I wasn't leaning into that. And I, and I got burnt out. And I got tired. And I didn't even know where to begin. I mean, last night was a good example of me putting into practice those things. I wanted to continue to do tax returns and do some more work. And my brain said, honey, get someone else. What are we doing? Like, I couldn't even, shouldn't tell I was so bad last night. I couldn't even formulate a sentence. I was trying to start an email, just like I kind of went blank in this, in this podcast interview. And I was like, yeah, it's over. We're done. We're done. <laughs> like, we're done. We're yep, done here. It. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I need to lean I need into to. that. Cause I, I remember years doing tax returns. Um, Late nights and early mornings, baby. I was up one time. This is when I was married. I had been doing tax returns and I was in such a zone that the sun was coming up. And my husband came in and was like, are you going to go to bed? And I was like, yeah, I just need to finish this last tax return. Oh but um, yeah, I'll be, man, I, I got some stories about business and, and, and where my mental has gone. Um, but I'm in a way, actually... This is the first time I've been very excited about tax season in the last probably four years, only because COVID did something about taxes that really just, it really hit the tax preparer side um, because the way that the IRS w- had made accommodate not even accommodations, but the way that they changed the way that they were doing things, it became difficult for us to do our jobs for the, for the handful of returns that we have to do 
follow-ups or customer service things too or even mail in i hate mailing in tax returns but you know yeah that's the worst but yeah i get it all right last question mm-hmm. when you have a bad day you wake up and it's just the the things are not thinking you know you just the it just is it's like can we hit the reset can i go back to bed and wake back up what do you tell yourself to get on the other side of that Ooh, I like this question. Um, I tell myself, girl, this ain't going to be forever. Come on. Let's go. Yay! I love that. Lindsay Kwan. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. It has no power. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go to my phrase, as you can Let's say. go. <laughs> Lindsay Klein, she um, is owner, half owner of Schrader Stone. She said the same thing. She was like, this is not, this, this too shall pass. Like, it's got yeah. to, like, you know, it's it's the very thing. Also, I would add, I think a lot of times when we're in our business and we're looking to start something new, we um, doubt ourselves because it's something new. But I said, isn't everything something new, though, if you conceptualize that? Like when I went to college, I had never lived away from my family. That was something new. Then when right. I got my first apartment, that was something, you know, it. The, your evolution is the progress. So you need to lean into it to to the growth. You can't think just because you've never done it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it or it might be an experience that you need to get you to the next stage even if it doesn't work out i hate when people say it's things are unsuccessful because i don't think anything can be unsuccessful you have to try it and see if it works like you said um you don't do email mar- you don't sell in your email marketing for some people that's what they do that's what works for their business and we have to right. figure out what works for our businesses and maybe we're doing the same thing, but the the methodology looks different. And if we can conceptualize that, then we can really um, start leaning into our wins and getting into our bag in a way where, you know, you send an email, you know, you're going to make $500. Or if you know, if you go on live, you're going to book at least one client, right? That's That's what we really need. To, and that's what I do for clients. Like, what's that secret space so that when you do something, the the... The action, the reaction to the action, you already know what it's going to be because um, you have historical data that shows you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Chantel, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, you guys, I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes. I'm going to get give you her Instagram, her website, so you can schedule an appointment with her. This is the best time. I can't believe we're in the middle of the first quarter already. I said, baby... 2023 owes somebody some money because the way that January and February is flying flying through here makes absolutely no sense. I said, basically, we're already knocking on quarter two. And if you haven't even conceptualized what quarter two looks for you like, baby, you need to get on it because you behind at this point. You need to be you need to be putting together your Black Friday sale, to be totally honest with you. But that's a whole nother conversation. But they're not ready for it. They're not ready for it. That's how my mind works, okay? Um, I'm going to give you all of her information. I hope that you get connected with her. You, If you need a coach, she's the one, period. Point blank, the period. Um, okay. I have two things for you guys. I'm rooting for your win, and I hope that you have the best day ever.